You're listening to the Up North Pewcast. Whoa, I smell barbecue. If it's about barbecue in the Upper Midwest, we're talking about it. Welcome to the Up North Pewcast. This is Matt and Tori's with me. We have Curtis Rogers on the phone. Curtis considers himself a backyard pit master. He has his own Instagram page called the Backyard Galley Kitchen. He is a product ambassador for a few different products, and we're happy to speak with him today. Hey, Curtis, thanks for joining us today. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah, glad to have you. Yeah, thanks. Curtis, um, tell us about uh, whereabouts do you live? Well, I'm over here in Wisconsin, so just your next-door neighbors. And uh, I am in a small town that most people never heard of, so I tell everyone I live uh, by La Crosse. People seem to know La Crosse right on the river, and I'm just about 18 miles uh, east of the Mississippi, uh, out in the country on my uh, wife's family's dairy farm. La Crosse is a beautiful area. What's, what is it known for mostly, what do you think? Um, Oktoberfest is a huge celebration around here. Okay. Um, but the river, just anything on the river, there's a weekly um, water ski shows that a water ski club does. Okay. There's a riverboat rides, and they'll do a pizza night, a, a midnight run, all kinds of different um, ways on the Mississippi. And then uh, fishing, they do some um, national uh, fishing tournaments. We'll see these big rigs pull into the lacrosse area with their boats and trucks and everything matched up in decals, and they do some uh, pretty high-priced some competitive co- competition fishing. stuff. Great. Yeah. 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 That'd be fun. Um, the bluffs, I suppose, too. And um, yeah, the fall colors can be beautiful when the weather cooperates. This year was uh, okay. Um, the weather was so drastic. You know, it was super warm and then it's super cold and then it rains and then it's wind and the leaves are done it's a big so, college town too right a good a big what college college town yes there's a, a two-year uh technical school the turbo university and uw lacrosse mm-hmm. so there's three three right here uh in lacrosse area wonderful cool uh, how did you hear about the up north qcast um, actually through Instagram, I was just, uh, kind of scrolling through Instagram and, uh, saw, um, both of your Instagram accounts and, and then from, uh, following you guys, then I see you've got your podcast. And so I took a listen to, um, the th- podcast you did with Shane from Ohio. And then after that, I just went back and listened to all of them. Great. Thank you. Appreciate so. that. Yeah, it was, it's been fun so far. We really enjoyed um, talking to folks about barbecue. So. Well, it's amazing how podcasts can make the time go by when you're in your car traveling. I bet. <laughs> could you um, could you tell us about uh, the Backyard Galley Kitchen and how did your barbecue journey start? Yeah, you know, I was thinking back as a kid, I don't even remember cookouts at home. When I was growing up, I think there was a gas grill maybe in the backyard. But I know we never had a Weber, and and I've never had a Weber kettle myself. Um, both of my boys do, but I've never cooked one on in my life. Um, 
I think partly because as I was younger, I just didn't have the patience for lighting charcoal and waiting and messing with all that. So um, I always wanted a gas grill, and my kids got me one for Father's Day. So I've got a Weber gasser that I've had, oh, probably 10 years or better. Mm-hmm. And um, that was more my speed at the time. Light up quick, heat up quick, get it cooked, and, and be done. Um, but as I got older, then I got a little intrigued with smoking meats. And so again, my, my kids come through and they, uh, got me a master built electric cabinet smoker. Nice. And yeah, they're, they're convenient for sure. They are, you know, that's kind of, it's almost like a gas, gas grill of smoking because it heats up so quick. You know, you're only going to 225, 250 or whatever, and, and that heating element will heat up a cabinet pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So we went with that for a while. And during this time, um, my youngest son built me a uh, 10 by 10 pergola on our back deck and built uh, custom cabinets to house my gas grill and a refrigerator and a storage cabinet. And then I put uh, some... Uh, countertops on it that would hold up to the Wisconsin weather and and uh, did that for a few years and then I just kept wanting more cookers okay <laughs> so I've added um, uh, a Gorilla Grills pellet smoker um, I got the cheap chimp model it's a smaller one mm-hmm. they say it's supposed to be kind of portable but the thing weighs like 95 pounds so it's it's a two-man operation even folding the legs up oh yeah it's a lot more portable and, than my big green egg though i'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> big green eggs, there's nothing portable about 375 pounds so yeah they're very heavy so so Curtis, uh, um taking a peek at your your, your instagram page you got mm-hmm. a few followers there and and you're not necessarily a business so what, no. what do you use your Instagram page for? Well, I started out just so that I could peek on everyone else's pages and see what's this smoking meat all about? What what is what are people cooking? Mm-hmm. How are they cooking? And what kind of sauces are they using? And what rubs are out there? And and it just opened up a whole nother world. And um, so as I got ideas, I started experimenting and playing around and um i thought well i'll post my pictures out there too and (laughs) maybe i can inspire somebody that's new like i was and it's just kind of exploded it has you've got quite a few followers that's great yeah yeah and something else that piqued my interest i'll ask you about what's what's this bear mountain barbecue about so bear mountain uh Barbecue is a wood pellet company, and uh, I'm a brand ambassador for them, along with several others. But they um, they produce wood pellets for your pellet smokers, and uh, you know the smoker tubes are becoming popular, and and you can fill those smoker tubes with those and light them, and get a little extra smoke flavoring on what you're cooking in your gas grill or your charcoal grill. And then they have something called Smoke'ems. Mm-hmm. And it's a foil pack filled with different flavored um, pellets. And you can 
set those in your gas grill or your charcoal grill. And as it, your grill gets hot, it starts uh, smoldering those pellets and releases the smoke flavor. Oh, that's for those as well. Pretty interesting. That's so it's more a disposable product then. It yeah, that one's more disposable if you're taking camping or tailgating or something. Okay. I've never seen that. The, I mean, I've I've done similar things on gas grills with foil like that, but mm -hmm. it's a smart move for them to come up with some kind of a product like that. For yeah, something so they're not just locked into pellet grill customers. Okay. You know, because you can use it in your gas grill or you can use it in your charcoal grill or anything that's going to get high enough heat to. To really activate the to get a, to burn, the get them burning. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You're also uh, with Patriot Rubs. You have a relationship with them. Can you tell us about their? Well, rubs? it's a uh, Liberty Spice, and I, I have been using them probably the longest. I think that was the first company that I partnered with, and they have been great. They're uh, veteran-owned man down in Missouri. And he's um, doing really well. He's in some brick-and-mortar stores. He's on Amazon with some and then uh, order online through his site. And he just recently sold it, the business, to another husband and wife. And uh, I'm still kind of waiting to hear from them. They've shut down the website and they've shut down the Instagram account, I think, while they're in this transition of, of ownership. Okay. So I'm looking forward to... Uh, talking with them in the future once the new owners get it up and going. But, boy, they had some fantastic rubs um, for pork and chicken and beef, brisket, steaks. And then they did a great fish coating mm -hmm. for batter frying fish that our family really liked. And some really good seasonings for chicken wings. They had a, uh, a ranch. They had a buffalo ranch. They have... Um, um, a Parmesan herb, mm. um, jalapeno salt. That sounds good. So, yeah, there's all. some really good ones. Who doesn't like a good, you know, spiced up chicken wing of some kind? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. So, so Curtis, sounds like you got your hands in a lot of different uh, uh, styles of cooking or, or flavors. Can you tell us about what's what's your specialty? What what's what do you do pretty good? And what makes it special? Um, I am a huge jalapeno popper fan, and mm. I've I do a lot of jalapeno poppers. And being here in Wisconsin, we have access to all kinds of cheeses, so I'm always trying uh, different cheeses and mixtures. Um, uh, one of my favorites. My kids thought it was okay, but I loved it, and it was. Crumbled blue cheese and brisket stuffed jalapenos wrapped Ooh, in bacon. That sounds good. I love blue cheese. <laughs> that, I do that, too. That's unique. That's a yeah. that's a unique combination to stuff them with wheat. Yeah, you don't hear of people using blue cheese and no. and jalapenos. It's usually cream cheese, like really cream good. cheese or something. Um, yeah, and cream cheese doesn't have a lot of flavor. I wanted something that would catch your attention. When you bit into the cheese, blue cheese will definitely do that. Oh, you know, yeah. I think either you love blue cheese or you hate it, but I love it. I am a huge yeah. blue cheese fan with brisket. Yeah, ooh, just oh, that'd be so good. Oh, sounds good. And uh, and then probably the the oddest one I ever did was peanut butter stuffed jalapenos wrapped in bacon. 
and <laughs> I couldn't imagine. <laughs> and it was really good. My the the one um, comment I got from one of my boys when they ate it was, "This is really good. You should use crunchy peanut butter next time, so you get a little you go. crunchy texture with it." Huh? So okay. the so the peanut butter noted. gives it some. Sweetness, I suppose. Sweetness. Yep. Yep. And then you get your spicy. The bacon gives it salty. Then you get your salt. And the jalapeno. Yeah. Oh, man. I'll yeah. Agree. What more can you ask for? Right. I'm going to have to try that. You have to send me your recipe. <laughs> it was just and, those three and things. Cheap. <laughs> I mean, sure. How, a lot cheaper than buying a package of cream cheese that, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, cheese is not cheap. No. Um, well, those are your specialties. What is something um, that you, if you had a bad cook once, you know, we've all had them. I, we, oh boy. <laughs> have you ever messed something up really bad? Um, and tell us what you did. Or... Well, I haven't made anyone sick, so <laughs> that's, good. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. Like, have you burned um, a brisket or? or you know? No, I I really haven't. Um, I'm real careful to probe my meat um, with a meat probe and and keep monitoring that temperature. Um, I'd say my biggest challenge has been one of my smokers is Oklahoma Joe's Bronco. And, uh, you know, using gas and then using electric and then going to the pellet. But the Bronco, you got to manage fire. And and I still struggle with that. Tori has. Um, That's what you have, don't you? Yes, but I have the, uh, I think it's called the Longhorn. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, this is the barrel. This is like a, um, a pit boss type. Okay. Or a pit barrel smoker, but uh, it's got vents on it, similar to your Longhorn. Sure. A barrel, and, uh, barrel smoker, sure. Yep. Yeah, and just keeping that keeping that temperature, I am t- constantly have to adjust, you know, the vents and trying to keep that temperature steady to smoke, you know, to do a 8 or 10-hour smoke on a pork butt or briskets. That's been the biggest challenge I've had so far. I, um, I think for myself, I actually, you know, I've had offset smokers and stuff. I like my big green egg because I, <laughs> it's not easy to get used to doing it um, yeah. with an offset for sure, or or even a and, barrel. Um, yeah, I, I can control my heat a lot easier. I get maybe I'm just lazy, but <laughs> it just works better for me. Yeah, well, I'm and I find too. It seems like if I'm outside and I'm trying to cook, well, then you see a half a dozen things out in the yard. And you start picking up sticks or cleaning up something, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you forget about the cook, and you go over, and the temperature just dropped because you weren't paying attention. So sure. it's uh, it's a it's a long commitment to stay focused on cooking that way. Uh, I I'm looking into a, an inkbird, uh, which is I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're kind of like Thermapro or some of those guys, but they they have a fan mm-hmm. and a blower and uh, with an app on your phone, and you can set the temperature you want your cooker to cook at, and the fan kicks on and off to keep that at a steady fire. How do you like so that? So I think I haven't got it yet. It's uh, on my Christmas list this year. Okay. Um, and if it doesn't show up for Christmas, I'll order it myself on Amazon. <laughs> make, your, make your family buy it for you, right? <laughs> And, and you know, and speaking of the holidays, so do you have a, a a favorite holiday dish you like to make, like, or, or one for the family um, that the family enjoys the most? Do you, do you smoke it or 
what do you do there? Um, a, a couple sides that I do. Um, well, Christmas Eve, when we all get together, we have a prime rib, and my wife has a great recipe for that that she does in the oven. So I'm, I don't intrude on that. I don't want to mess up a good thing. Um, but I, I love cornbread. Um, and I do a cornbread and a cast iron out in the pellet smoker. Um, and another one that I introduced my family to because they had never had it was grits. And um, I, love grits. I do a jal- jalapeno cheesy garlic grits mm. on the smoker. Delicious. That's really good. Not just a plain grit. It's right. a, you no. just throw a little butter on it. Um, that sounds good. But Yeah, yeah I mean, so grits delicious. themselves don't have a lot of flavor but they they mix well with about anything you want to put with it yeah you have to you have to spruce them up just a little bit yeah they're they're plain Mm -hmm. Hmm. so you know we talked earlier offline and you 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 mentioned something about bacon wrap cookies yeah tell us about that (laughs) (laughs) um well on Instagram, you saw in the YouTube too, and probably on TikTok, everyone was doing bacon wrapped Oreo cookies uh, and smoking them. Um, and I just not an Oreo fan. Uh, I actually worked for Nabisco for 20 years. I got sick of looking at them, I putting bet. them on the shelves and building displays <laughs> and selling them and so on. But, but I never liked the taste of really? I'm I'm uh, not a big chocolate eater. But I love peanut butter, so I thought, well, I'm going to use Nutter Butters because I know bacon and peanut butter go well together from my jalapenos. Absolutely. You bet. So I took a half a slice of bacon and wrapped it around a Nutter Butter cookie and did that with about a half a package and put them on the smoker and let them go, and they were a real winner. The lesson I learned on those is not to wrap them too tight because as that bacon cooks, it shrinks and it kind of squeezes the, the peanut butter out of the cookies. Pro tip. <laughs> Pro tip. We like tips. <laughs> so when we try, we'll definitely keep them loose then, right? <laughs> awesome. I know you, you told me before that you're, you're in sales. Um, that's yeah. kind of what you do. You're tra- you travel around, you drive, drive from city to city uh, yeah. there in Wisconsin. Um, are there any really great restaurants, barbecue restaurants that you know of? you can kind of tell our audience about? Um, probably my three favorite, and they're all kind of in different parts of the state. Um, LD's Barbecue is in East Troy, which is down the southeast corner uh, by just outside of Milwaukee. Okay. Um, Yummy Bones is my absolute favorite. They're in Port Washington, which is going to be north of Milwaukee. Um, and then another one I found not too long ago is called Bad Bones. So and you that's in, yummy bones and bad bones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A lot of bones. Uh, bad Bones is in Arborvita, which is up in northern Wisconsin, kind of west of Eagle River, if that means anything to to any of the people here in Wisconsin. But I know where Eagle River very, is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very good, very good food. Um, you know, and it's funny as, as I travel, uh, I check into the hotel and then I usually go down to the front desk and ask for references. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, any good places to eat? 
and I'll specifically ask for barbecue. Mm-hmm. And it's, I found that if there is uh, a female at the front desk, her barbecue references are usually better than men's. Oh, really? I, I think. Are they are they more honest with you about about it? Um, well, you know how us guys are. A lot of times we're more concerned with quantity than <laughs> quality. <laughs> so we're going to tell you where you can go get. They got the biggest rack of ribs, but they might not be that great. But all oh, you know, huge helpings. Whereas the females more apt to tell you if the food was good or not. I think you might be because they're concerned. <laughs> yeah, they're more concerned with good quality food. So uh, I tend to trust a female telling me where the barbecue is more than the men. I'll have to remember that when I travel. I know. Hey, <laughs> hey you got a you got a female back there? Can she tell me where to go? <laughs> I love that. It's That's funny great. you said that too because I actually do the same thing. Not not with the whole female thing, but I do ask for you know barbecue when I when I'm out of town. That's that's exactly what I'm looking for. So yeah, yeah, want to try something? Um, you make it up the Twin Cities for your job as well. Do you have you tried stuff up here? Um, yeah, some. Um, in 2022, hopefully I'll get to focus more on Minnesota and I'll probably be up there more, but yeah. And I've, um, visited Northern fire grilling barbecue supply. Mm -hmm. Um, and then now that Anderson barbecue supply opened, I've, I've been up there and and met both of the owners and talked to them and both of them have great stores, a great variety of products They do, and very knowledgeable. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, the Anderson Barbecue Supply. They, uh, we were just there for a SCA competition, and mm-hmm. um, he's a great uh, partner with the uh, Minnesota Barbecue Society. So he's, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad to see that they're doing well. Yeah, I guy. need to reach out to him too because I, I want to. I think he had mentioned on the podcast of possibly doing some, some uh, cooking barbecue cooking schools over the winter when it's kind of miserable outside for competitions yeah he did yeah i would love to get into some classes um not so much learning competitions but just back room and backyard cooking and and just pick up tips i think i think robert could definitely show you show you a few things too he's he's a very good cook from what i've heard yeah yeah i think that's one of the things i love about the barbecue is because i don't care if you're myron mixon or you're malcolm reed or Matt Pittman, that all of these guys never stop learning. You're you're never going to know it all, for sure. You know that's you can always learn, and there's there's always a new book, there's always a new style, there's always a new method for uh, for smoking meat, and I, that's what I love about it is you can continually learn. Absolutely, I think barbecue in general, just people that do it have a different mindset. You go to work in a restaurant, and chefs can be very ego driven sometimes. Um, barbecue, I don't see that when we're out. Everybody's yeah. willing to share, you know, ideas and tips and it's it's a fun, it's a very fun community to be involved with. I mean there's just a yeah. little bit of trash talk, but that, yeah. it's all in the fun, <laughs> right? You know? Well there's That's gotta be trash competition. talk. Yeah, for sure. Um so backyard galley kitchen. Can you tell us tell us what that means to you? What what, what what's that all about? Well, the, the the name just came up because, um, as I said, I had the cabinets built for my grill and refrigerator and storage. And then I got another uh, set of cabinets that I put on the other side, and I have a galley-style 
kitchen. Okay. And it's outdoors, so it only made sense. Um, but the whole purpose in it is just for family. Um, my wife's family are all right here within a few miles of each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, growing up, uh, my wife and I have been married for 38 years. So over the years on Sundays, um, after the milking was done, uh, we just go in and eat supper together. You know, we'd be at our, my wife's grandparents and over the years as they passed and we went to my wife's parents' house and we were there and as time went on, they passed and it somehow kind of got, uh, the torch got passed to us. Mm-hmm. And so both of my kids with their wives and kids, um, sister-in-law, mother-in-law, um, once in a while, one of the nephews and their or nieces and their family will come over. And uh, it's just a, a standing invitation on Sunday night. They know we're going to feed them. And uh, my wife and I just cook all day Sunday. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Uh, uh, I, I, about Wednesday, I start thinking about what do I want to cook and make sure I get it thawed out and then prepare it Saturday night with any rubs or injections or marinades. And then uh, when we get home from church on Sundays, we start cooking. Or, you know, if it's a pork butt or something, I'll put it in in the morning mm-hmm. and let it go all day. And uh, my wife's in the kitchen doing sides and desserts. And uh, I'm outside doing whatever protein we're going to have and possibly some uh, jalapeno poppers or cornbread or some kind of an appetizer to go with it. Making me hungry. And, uh, peanut butter stuff. We stuffed. all get together. Yeah. <laughs> peanut butter stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's fun. It's, that's, that's the community. I mean, that's family. Yeah. That's what, you know, it sounds like that's what the kitchen's for. You built it for your family to come over and enjoy. Absolutely. And that's just, just what it's all about. It is. Yeah. And, you know, as the kids were growing up and, you know, the, a, a girlfriend might be over on a Sunday night and, and they, the kids might have moved on, and that's not who they married, but you still see them in the community, and they still remember coming to your house on Sunday night and eating with you. Did they come over um, at all? And our, <laughs> and our, you know, our nieces and nephews would come over, and they'd bring their boyfriend or girlfriend along. And, you know, you're just part of the family if you come over. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's been fun over the years, all the people we've had a chance to, to cook for and entertain. It's a wonderful story. Well, Curtis, uh, thanks for joining us, man. We really enjoyed the conversation. Uh, look forward to, uh, you know, hearing more about your your uh, story and, and getting this podcast out in the future here. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you inviting me on. And, uh, yeah, I, I will continue to uh, look for your podcast and uh, check in your Instagram page. And I'm, I'm getting ready to do a uh, Christmas gift idea post with the uh, companies that I partnered with. And um, I just found out a couple days ago that I was accepted in the ambassador program with, with meter. And oh, uh, I've always wanted to try the meter machine. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, especially for Thanksgiving, uh, they just make the turkey so easy. Uh, and, it, you know, whether you're on your pellet grill or your wife's using it in the oven, uh, it, it works even in your oven in the house. That's the Bluetooth, right? 
their Bluetooth, and then um, if you have a second, like a a tablet or a, a spare cell phone mm-hmm. that's hooked up to your wireless internet in your house, which the meter block is connected to, then um, it works through the cloud, and you can actually leave with your uh, cell phone, leaving one at home, and you can monitor everything on your phone when you're at the grocery store or wherever. That's slick. I know the I have a CyberQ, and has the same kind of technology uh, for, yeah. the, for the blower on the big green egg. Um, can you grill with the meter as well? Does it does yes. it stand up to heat? I mean, as far oh, as yeah. open flames and stuff. I yeah, um, I believe it is up to five hundred degrees. Okay. okay. Now you know you don't want a, the flame right over the top of that stick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I. Um, I use mine with my gas grill with uh, grill grates, mm-hmm. um, and those grill grates are getting four or five hundred degrees. And uh, I'll stick the meter stick in the steak or the chicken breast or the pork chops that I'm cooking, hmm. and it works great. We'll have to look for your for your posts on Instagram. Tell us about your, you know, your social media page again, if you could. Yeah, it's it's backyard underscore galley underscore kitchen. And uh, I, I work uh, with Meter. Um, KitchenSteel.us is a knife company, uh, really quality knives. And then I mentioned Liberty Spice, that's kind of on pause right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Blackhawk Farms Wagyu Beef, and then Bear Mountain Barbecue. Um, there's a new company that uh, coming out. It's called Fire Cups. Uh, he's got uh, it's a fire starter. And uh, he's got that thing staying lit for 25 minutes. Really? So, yeah. And he's going to be, his website's going to be coming out real soon. And you'll be able to order his stuff. He sent me some prototypes that I've used, and they're fantastic. Okay. Well, we'll definitely, you know, get some listeners to, to take a look at your Instagram page. Sounds like you, yeah. uh, you're in your hands in a lot of things, and that's great. Yeah. So, so thanks, thanks a lot for coming on, Curtis. We, we enjoyed it. We're going to have you back on, though, right? You're going to come back on? Do another? I will come back on. Sounds good. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Everybody get out there and smoke something. You've been listening to the Up North QCast. Putting barbecue in Minnesota on the map. The Upper Midwest should be recognized on a national level for our barbecue, and we aim to make that happen. We hope you've enjoyed the show, and we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information to make your barbecue shine. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, try our rubs online at butterandspiceco.com. That's butterandspiceco.com. Make sure to like the Facebook page at the Up North QCast. Find out more about us and keep up at upnorthqcast.com. See you next time.